0: Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Then his master summoned him and said to him, You wicked servant, I forgave you all that debt because you pleaded with me, and should not you have had mercy on your fellow servant as I had mercy on you? And in anger, his master delivered him to the jailers, until he should pay all his debt. So also my heavenly Father will do to every one of you, if you do not forgive your brother from your heart. This is a hard saying. The heavenly Father is going to deliver you to the jailers until you should pay all your debt, if you do not forgive your brother from your heart. It's a hard saying. And it's not one that we can just avoid. Jesus tells us exactly what the point of this parable is, that in anger, his master delivered him to the jailers until he should pay all his debt. And so also my heavenly Father will do to every one of you if you do not forgive your brother from your heart. And this shouldn't be news to us. Every time that we gather together, we pray the Lord's Prayer. And in this prayer, which Jesus told us to pray, we say, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. We pray in this prayer, we ask God, we tell God to forgive us the same as we forgive others. And That's not just a hard saying, that's terrifying. I don't want God to forgive me the way I forgive others. Slowly, begrudgingly, and sometimes not at all. And yet, I daily ask God to do this, to forgive me as I forgive others. And the words of Jesus stand unchanged. So also my heavenly Father will do to every one of you, if you do not forgive your brother from your heart. Lord have mercy. The first thing that we ought to do when we hear these words is we ought to repent. Repent. Confess our failure to forgive, and then do it. Forgive. Has your brother sinned against you seven times? Forgive him. Has your brother sinned against you 77 times or 490 times, depending on how you read it? In either case, forgive him. And by the way, this goes for your sister too. Forgive her also. Do you feel like forgiving your brother? Forgive him. Do you not feel like forgiving your brother? Forgive him. Does he deserve to be forgiven? Who cares? Forgive him. For Jesus says, So also my heavenly Father will do to every one of you if you do not forgive your brother from your heart. So it doesn't matter how many times your brother has sinned against you, even if it's the same sin over and over again, because this isn't about what your brother deserves or doesn't deserve or even if he's sorry, it does not matter how you feel about forgiving your brother. Forgive him. Now, wait a second, you might say. Doesn't it matter how you feel about forgiving your brother? Jesus said, so also my heavenly Father will do to you if you do not forgive your brother from your heart. So isn't Jesus saying that you have to feel like it? Well, no, he's not. If Jesus were saying that you had to feel like forgiving your brother, that the right emotions were the thing that mattered, well, then you and I would be hopelessly lost. Emotions come and go. You don't control your emotions. You can have some control by God's grace how you respond to your emotions. But emotions happen to you. And you can't choose to fill forgiveness for someone who has deeply wounded you any more than you can choose for the sin not to have happened to you in the first place. Thank God that Jesus is not saying that you have to fill forgiveness. In the Bible, both Old and New Testaments, the heart is not the seat of emotions as we think of it today. No prophet or apostle would ever have asked you what you felt in your heart. Rather, the heart is the center of the person. The heart is, among other things, the seat of faith. So in English, for example, we still have this sense. We might speak of of memorizing something, and that has to do with, with the mind, with knowing information. And yet we also speak of learning things by heart. And that means that the words go deeper than just the mind. You know the Lord's Prayer, for example, by heart. It is a part of you. And as I have witnessed again and again in nursing homes and hospitals, Those words of the Lord's Prayer continue to be spoken from the heart long after the mind has gone. And it is this heart, this same heart that knows the Lord's Prayer, which Jesus speaks of when he says, So also my heavenly Father will do to every one of you if you do not forgive your brother from your heart. It may be that there are sins that have been done against you that you will never feel like forgiving. And Jesus is not threatening you with condemnation if you don't have that emotion. Rather, he is calling you to faith. He is inviting you to trust in him and the power of his cross. Forgiveness is actually a very simple thing. It doesn't come from you or from me. It comes from here. It comes from Jesus. And the question is simple. Is Jesus, the Lamb of God, Who takes away the sin of the world or not. There is no separation between the sins done by you and the sins done against you. Sin is sin, and Jesus died for it. Jesus died for the sins of the world. Do you believe this? That's the question. That's what's at the root of the question when your brother sins against you. The question is not what your brother deserves, how many times he's done the same sin, or whether he's really sorry. The question is not what you're feeling about the situation. The question is, did Jesus bear the sin of the world on the cross? And has he risen from the dead, having destroyed death by his death and leaving those sins gone forever? And this, this is what Jesus wants you to know, that he did. He did bear the sin of the world on the cross, your sins and your brother's sins he wants you to believe this, to know, to live in this reality. Because outside of this, if Jesus had not died for the sins of the world, if he has not risen from the dead, then you would still be in your sins. And there would be no good thing. And so it is because Jesus loves you that he tells you to forgive your brother from the heart. Now, in this life, there will be times where you struggle to forgive Because you struggle to believe this for yourself, for others, there will be times where you struggle to believe that Christ has actually taken away the sin of the world, your sins and your brother's sins. There will be times where you find yourself unable to tell your brother that you forgive them, where you can barely say, Jesus died for my brother and took away his sins. There will be times where you say, Lord, I believe help my unbelief, that yes, I know you died for the sins of the world, and yet in my heart there are all these doubts that are questioning that very thing, that are questioning, are those sins actually gone, whether my sins or the sins of my brother? Times where you have to pray to God, forgive me for all of my sins, even this doubt that I have, this failure to believe, this questioning whether or not all sins are actually gone. And it is, in fact, especially for these times, when you struggle to forgive, even fail to forgive, that Jesus tells you this parable. Because this gets to the heart of what he actually wants you to know. That when you forgive your brother, it's not about your brother, and it's not even about you or what you do or don't do for your brother. It's about Jesus. It's about forgiving your brother from your heart because you believe in your heart that Christ has died for you and for your brother, for your sins and for his sins, that Christ has died for you, and he invites you, desires you to believe that and to recognize those doubts for what they are, that they are lies, that when your heart tells you, I just can't forgive, that the word of Christ is what remains true, that he has, in fact, died for all sins, for your brother's sins and for your sins, even for this doubt and unbelief that works in your heart to question the forgiveness that Christ has won. St. Paul in Romans chapter 10 uses this same language of the heart where he says if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And that sense of believe in your heart is exactly the same one we're talking about here. It is really the same thing to know that Christ has died and risen from the dead. Forgiveness is not separate from faith. Forgiveness is a matter of faith. And that's what Jesus is working to create in your heart by the power of the Holy Spirit. Faith. Faith that Jesus has borne the sins of the world on the cross Yours, mine, and every sin done against us. And yes, many of those sins hurt deeply. There are wounds that you will carry, both from the sins that you have done and from the sins that have been done against you. Wounds that you will carry and that will fill you with pain until the day that you die. And yet, Christ calls you to faith that by His wounds, you are healed even those wounds that torment you to your last day. That whatever sins have been done against you, Christ has died for those sins. That as he has risen from the dead, so you too will rise. You will rise from the dead, but your sins won't. The sins that you have done are taken away, buried with Christ into death, and they won't rise. The sins that have been done against you Christ took those to the cross too and buried them, and those sins are not going to rise. Whatever hurts and wounds you carry to your grave, they will all stay there. But you, you will not stay in the grave. But you will be raised with Christ, who has died for you and for the sins of the world. And until that day, Christ does not leave you here alone. He does not leave you to bear these wounds and sins by yourself, but rather he calls you here to receive here his very body and blood for the forgiveness of your sins, to receive the lifeblood from the wounds of Christ that heals and confers the forgiveness of sins on you so that they don't rule your life. You might say that this altar that he prepares before you is a hiding place, a place where you can hide in the wounds of Jesus and his body and blood from everything that you have done and that has been done against you. And so from here, from this altar, where you receive the forgiveness of sins, all of your sins, receiving Christ's own body and blood, here indeed you can go out and forgive others because Christ is risen and sin is destroyed, death is defeated, and When you find yourself failing, when you find yourself a sinner, what are you going to do? Come back here to where Christ indeed has taken away the sins of the world. That's all of your sins. That's all the sins done against you. Christ died for them all. And they won't rise, but Christ has risen, and so will you. To him be all the glory forever and ever. Amen.